Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers won a basketball game. Frank Vogel got pissed. All of the Lakers really were kind of in bad moods over the course of that game. But you know what? You take a win any way that you can get it. And hopefully guys can start getting healthier again. And uh, we get to start seeing some more defensive moments that don't make you want to kick a chair or something. Let's start with the good. Russell Westbrook looked, I think, the best that he has looked so far in a game that LeBron also played. Uh, Offensively especially, he goes for 27 points, 10 of 21 from the field, 7 of 8 from the free throw line, which in my opinion is a big deal. Uh, given the way that it can kind of dictate for a lot of players their interest in attacking the rim. Oh, four from three-point range, that's Russ at this stage of his career. Uh, nine boards, seven assists, the one steal, only three turnovers. Like that's, that's about as, you know, in terms of stat lines, without taking defense much into account, that's about as bad. That's the best you can ask for from Russell Westbrook in a game that LeBron and Anthony Davis also played large roles in it. So uh, that was great to see. I thought Russ did a fantastic job of of getting to the rim. Uh, His instincts on the way to the rim were significantly better than they have been for most of the season. I still think that the best way for him to be productive here is to be an attacker and, and act more as the nail than the hammer on this team, but even still when he was driving and the defense, uh, once he forced the defense to try to, you know, have to defend him as a scorer that opened up the game that, and and that allowed him to be, uh, to affect the game as a playmaker. And, and I think that's really how this season should probably go for him where look, Russ, uh, defenses know that they don't have to care about you on the perimeter. And even as you approach the rim, if you were having an off game, they might not necessarily have to care about you as much there. But the one way you can impact whether or not you're having an off game is by forcing the defense into one of those choices and not allowing the defense to force you into your own choices. So tonight was a great example of that. And if you're looking for reasons to be optimistic, the Lakers won a game that they stumbled around drunkenly through as Russell Westbrook is starting to figure things out. I think that's perfectly fair to point to if you're looking just for reasons to be optimistic. That said, the defense, man. Yes, Houston hit some shots tonight that most teams, like they hit some 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 turn off the PlayStation shots, right? The, the, the kinds of shots that your opponent has just left the game type of shots. Uh, and and sometimes that'll happen. Sometimes a team will get really hot and it becomes very difficult to guard them. That said, Houston also missed a lot of bunnies, a lot of shots at the rim, a lot of open threes. You know, they turned the ball over quite a bit. So, you know, to a certain extent, they turned the ball over 24 times in this one. And, and uh, now some of that, the Lakers forced turnovers. Some of that was unforced. Uh, I just think... Where the Lakers are defensively right now, until they get Ariza back, until they make a decision here with Avery Bradley as far as whether he's going to stick around or not, I'm I'm fine either way. 29 minutes today, one of six from the field, 0 of three from three-point range. 
you know, more often than not, it feels like he's out there getting cardio. And and I think here where the Lakers are at, they need another player with some size. They can't rebound right now uh, because they are, are are have a lot of guys defending out of position. Uh, they they and and that's really a problem because they struggle enough to generate rebounds. And if you aren't actually grabbing that board, then you're forcing an already iffy defense to have to defend all over again, which as you saw in this game and as you saw from most of the games that the Lakers have played in so far, asking a bad defense to go out there and and defend against extra possessions seems like a pretty great way to make a bad defense worse. So what I, I, I do think that it is going to get better, both because guys like Ariza and guys like Taylor Horton Tucker might be or will be coming back here fairly soon. Kendrick Nunn also is a better defender than, say, Malik Monk, who has kind of fallen off of a cliff. He looks like he could really use another, you know, kind of a week off to regroup and get out of his own head. Uh, he his his game has really oof, it's been it's been tough to watch. Um, Kent Bazemore also looks like he could use a break. Uh, he he finds I find myself watching him facing the wrong direction on ball handlers more often than I would like to, 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 to have that take place. But regardless, like, I think the Lakers are going to start defending better as they get healthier and as everybody starts getting reps. But I still think the starting point defensively of the season is, is significantly lower than most legitimate title favorite or title contenders uh, starting point normally tends to be when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. So it's going to have to improve. I think it's going to improve. But I also think the Lakers are going to have to make some decisions here personnel-wise that also helps that improvement along a little bit faster than it might and a little bit more uh, productively than it might occur than if they just allow the season to play out the way that it could. We also had some controversy the Lakers at one point shot a couple free throws. Kent Bazemore shot a couple free throws because the referees thought that they were in the bonus. Uh, the referees figured out that the Lakers were not a few possessions later and went back and took those points off of the board. Fine, no harm done, whatever, except that's not really <laughs> how that actually works, right? Because if the Lakers had had that foul called, they would have gotten the ball out of bounds. They would have been able to run another set. Now, maybe they don't score. Maybe they turn the ball over. Whatever happens there. Uh, But you still wind up getting punished for getting fouled. The, (laughs) The Houston Rockets wind up gaining an advantage by committing a foul because now that means that the Lakers because of the retroactive taking away of the points and also not rewarding the Lakers with the ball, Lakers don't have that opportunity to make up those couple points. And given how close the game was, Lakers only win this one by two. Uh, that obviously loomed large over the proceedings. So uh, obviously you want to get that figured out a little bit better uh, and don't make that mistake in the first place. And you have enough people, statisticians and extra referees and all that stuff who should be able to, like it, it, you can tell, bonus is something that everybody can see in the arena, uh, but the Lakers, you know, I, I guess I guess are fortunate to not get screwed there, but also, like, we also should probably point out, this game against this Rockets team 
should never should should never have been close enough to where those extra two free throws would have mattered at all. Those two points should have been a lot, you know, uh, something we would all laugh at after the fact. Maybe it appears on Scott Van Pelt's bad beats if the Lakers, if those two points wind up being the difference between the Lakers covering or not. But from from where I'm sitting, the Lakers need to just go out and kick somebody's ass. And, and hopefully it happens soon here so that they can start getting some momentum as the caliber of opponents starts going up after a pretty soft opening to the schedule. Also wanted to point out that LeBron and AD both look like LeBron and AD. And, and look, in, in a game where obviously the defense kind of lets you down a little bit, uh, you are able to make up for some of those issues when you have AD and when you have LeBron, when you have Russ playing like those guys are capable of playing. Outside of those guys, Kent Bazemore, three of seven from the field, one of three from three-point range. Um, Melo played well. But look at the rest of the lines here. Malik Monk, 0 of 1 from three-point range. Austin Reeves, uh, 0 of 2 from three-point range. Uh, it was a very quiet night. On a night, by the way, that the Lakers went with a shorter rotation. Dwight Howard was hurt. Rajon Rondo didn't play. Wayne Ellington is still trying to work his way back. So the Lakers only play nine guys in this one. Um, and and I think, you know, from, from where they're standing there, uh, the, the Stars are carrying a, a significantly higher load I think to begin the season than they necessarily were hoping to given the soft opening to the season I'm sure everybody was hoping to have a few more blowouts here and 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 be able to have a couple fourth quarters where everybody's icing their knees Uh, but because of the way that the injuries went down and because I think of the flawed roster that's just not going to be the case so got to clean up some stuff here you get your win here you move on uh, and 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 hopefully you can continue to sharpen those knives in uh, the, the the early stretch of this season. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. A couple things to keep an eye out for. I recorded an, a podcast yesterday, an episode yesterday, with uh, Taco Trey Kirby from No Dunks, Inc. He and I had a blast laughing at the fact that the 90s appear to be back in a ton of ways. So he and I are both kind of children of the 90s. We have a really good time uh, laughing at the way that things are going down. He and I both really enjoy the way that the basketball is being played and the way that referees are kind of swallowing their whistle. Also really fun there. Uh, I do live vicariously through him to try to enjoy some some Alex Caruso minutes and moments that they have had in Chicago. Uh, so you'll enjoy that as well. All of that is on this very feed, which you can subscribe, rate, and review whenever you get the chance to. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin, saying have a good one.